0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Thiefstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void where prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito It's the Do for Hot Takes
1: Podcast. Starring Sean Daly
2: My name is Sean and I have multiple buttholes
0: Pat Smith You can't spell Teba without the (laughs) T-E
1: With Taylor Smith and Devin May I sucky, you sucky, he, she, me, sucky Here we go! What's up, everybody? Good day to you, and welcome to the Duval Hot Takes Podcast. We are your favorite podcast for the Jacksonville Jaguars, brought to you by Big Cat Country and SB Nation. I'm Taylor Smith. I'm your moderator for the show. I am here with your host. Joining us remotely is Sean Daly. Hey, hey, hey. Pat Smith. Yes, sir. And your facts and stats man, Devin Mabe. What's up? Today is Friday, May 7th. The 2021 NFL Draft was last week. If you were on our Twitter, you saw our live reactions throughout. A big, huge, heartfelt Duval welcome to Trevor Lawrence, the first overall pick to the surprise of no one. As I'm sure doesn't need to be said, this draft was huge for Jaguar fans. Our hosts have their critiques to give. They'll give you their best and their worst. But before we get into the specifics, I want to hear an overall grade from you guys just to kind of set the tone for the show. So, Sean, start us off. By the end of the draft, tell me how you were feeling. I was feeling extremely excited, Taylor. This was the
2: biggest draft in the history of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Urban Meyer has said it time and time again that this is the biggest time in the history of their creation in 1995, and we are living it right now. The Jacksonville Jaguars just got a franchise quarterback for the first time since their inception. Like, it's here. We're here, baby. All right? And I was stoked leading into it. Like, I'm getting big, big dynasty vibes out of the... I'm just feeling a dynasty, baby. I'm feeling the Jaggernaut. All right? And I'm going to tell you why. Okay? Especially when it comes to the draft and these first few drafts for Urban Meyer because he has an upper hand on... All the other coaches in the NFL. Pat, do you know why he's got an upper hand on all the other coaches in the NFL? Uh, yeah, because he's already talking to about half the board already. Exactly. Because of all of his connections. He was in college. All of his connections are in college. And all of the people in his phone book are collegiate coaches and trainers and players. And uh, So he knows these guys more than anybody. In a year where it's hard to find out anything because some guys opted out and COVID and all these things. We have the upper hand because Urban Meyer is all about college. So he's all about these guys. And does that remind you of anybody? Pete Carroll. Okay? Pete Carroll, when he got the job at Seattle, right? How did they build that dynasty? They built that dynasty through the draft. And his first three drafts, I have to say, were pretty good. Am I saying that Urban Meyer could be Pete Carroll and develop the Jacksonville Jaguars into the dynasty that became the Seattle Seahawks? I am absolutely saying that, and here's why. Okay, so in year one with the Seahawks, Pete Carroll, first draft, okay? Earl Thomas, Golden Tate, Cam Chancellor, all right? Year two, K.J. Wright, Richard Sherman, Malcolm Smith. Year three, uh, Russell Wilson, okay? Bobby Wagner, Bruce Irvin. These are all core guys he drafted in his first three years with the Seahawks to build the Legion of Boom, to get the quarterback, to do all these things, to change the culture, and to set the tone in Seattle saying, we are not some humdrum franchise. We're building something great here. And that's exactly what Urban Meyer is doing in Jacksonville. I'm telling you right now. It's a great time to be a Jacksonville Jaguar fan. You're listening to this, you're a Jaguar fan. Fucking look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm a beautiful person, I'm great, All right. this is awesome, alright, because this is awesome, we got Trevor Lawrence, we've got got Urban Meyer, building the Jaggernaut, this is great, man, this is great, they could have drafted a bunch of people I've never heard of in my entire life, I trust in Urban Meyer, I'm trusting the system, I got no reason not to, alright, so I just wanted to get out in front and say that Shanzi is all on board, baby, with every pick, I believe in every pick. I, I can find good things to say. We might not have gotten everything we needed, but who knows that's even what we needed. Who knows? I don't know. Pat, I hand it to you. I, I got that off my chest. I'm saying that the Jacksonville Jaguars are about to be the Seattle Seahawks, and we're going to win a Super Bowl in three years.
0: That's not a bad take, Sean, not a bad take. Um, obviously, with a lot of problems on this team last year, you, you were spoiled for choice to pick any any. Type of position of need uh, to fix it, and and uh, and I think you upgraded a lot of those positions throughout this draft. If not, um, fill backfilled on the, on the depth of those positions. Uh, you you said that you know Urban Meyer's kind of got that cheat code with these college players, and you're right. I mean, it's good for he'll, he'll, he he could squeeze three years out of it. Uh, you know, out of the guys that he's recruited or talked to in the past. So uh, he's going to have that leg up and help help build up these guys, those guys that he you know might see. Potential character issues with, or might see, um, you know, uh, competition uh, issues with, and and you know, kind of maneuver around those problems. So, uh, yeah, he does have a leg up in that aspect. I think you saw a lot of learning in this draft with Urban Meyer. Uh, a little tidbit that's going out there is that he actually asked Balky what what they had to do to get Cal Pitts at one point. You know, oh yeah. <laughs> and bulky lo- I mean bulky looked at him and said yeah you and 31 other teams want to do that shit yeah. like it's not that's not something you could just do so um the I think there is a learning element to the draft, obviously, for anyone that goes through it the first time. I think he did fairly well. I would have liked a little bit more movement on his part, but again, that's just going to come with time. He's going to realize and build... You know, He's got to also build rapport with the other 31 teams in the NFL right now. Um, So you can't just pick up the phone and start making moves uh, as as the rookie in the game. So um, I think that'll come with learning. I think he'll figure that out eventually. Overall, as a draft take the caveman pick of Trevor Lawrence out of the equation cuz that's that's a caveman pick and it's it was obvious for the last 6 months everyone knew it was going to happen so take that pick out it's obviously a generational quarterback you're obviously boosting you're you're giving this franchise the first quarterback it's seen since inception okay so it, take that pick out the draft overall was was fairly successful i mean in comparison to last year last year's draft sucked dick and i got a lot of hate for it last year you remember that shit last year i got a lot of hate for the draft last year because of how much i thought it sucked it sucked 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 all right i'm talking hoover vacuum sucked brand new out the bag sucked okay (laughs) and People, people were giving me no Ben Bartsch, he's gonna start left tackle. No Josiah Scott, next best thing in the world. No Daniel Thomas. Daniel, team. Thomas Daniel Thomas did okay, but I mean, I, I was getting all sorts of shit for, for last year's draft, and of course, it, it worked out the way I thought it was going to. Most of those guys will probably never take another snap in in, in this team, um, and, and you won't see him play again. I mean, Josh Oliver is not even on this team anymore, okay? So, um Anyway, the draft overall as a whole, you answered a lot. You got a lot of got a lot of ball players out of this draft, okay? You got a lot of guys, a couple questionable pickups, I think, but other than that, overall as a whole, it's something to hang your hat on. You take the Trevor Lawrence pick out, it's a B- minus draft, easy. Easy, easy, easy. You have something to look forward to. Guys, it's going to be a good season this year. It you can only go up and you built uh, a you fixed a lot of holes coming out of this draft. Um that you didn't address in the free agency. And of course, there's that one glaring one that's still staring at us, but we'll talk about that later. So, yeah, uh, overall, B minus, I think it was great. Uh, yeah, it was a good draft. Good draft, especially for the first time guy to, to get in there and get his feet wet. It was a good draft. Public
2: service announcement, okay? Draft grades are meaningless. Absolutely. I want everyone to listen to this. I'll, I'll give one. I'll give one. I'll give a draft grade, but I need everyone listening to this. Grades on drafts mean nothing unless you do them 10 years in the future. If we grade this draft in 2031, then that grade actually means something because then it's a testament to how those players did for that team and or in the NFL at that time. But right now, we have no idea. We don't know anything. Draft grades mean nothing. We're just going by names. We're literally just picking like, oh, that's a good name right there. Yeah, they got some talent, positions in need. Yeah, sure, whatever. I don't care about any of that. All right, I give them the fucking drafts an A plus. All right, draft's an A plus. Oh, we okay? Uh, plus plus. I give it an A plus plus. All right, I'm not taking the Trevor Lawrence pick out. All right, because w- they could have fumbled that. No. They could have said Travis Lawrence, the city, and then we the would have been stuck, been on fire, we been stuck with Travis Lawrence. We would have been
0: fire. We we wouldn't even been able to record this podcast. We would have to record this podcast through a fucking Travis. payphone in 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 some outskirt fucking yeah. street somewhere. We wouldn't have been able to do this. I you know what Urban Meyer,
2: Urban Meyer could have gone like you know Kevin Costner from from draft day and been like you know give me give me give me the linebacker number one overall <laughs> you know no matter what
0: you know and he would have he would no, have he would he, he would have been wearing concrete shoes in the bottom of the St John's River he wouldn't he wouldn't <laughs> have made it out of that the the bag is secured the
2: man that was built in a lab to play quarterback is now the Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence. And um, that's that's number no, that's what really matters. And then we took his running back at twenty five. We took Travis Etienne. Kid Kadarius Tony wasn't there, okay. And so you know, uh, Urban Meyer wants to instill his offense, and he decided that he needs a playmaker that can bo- play both wide receiver and running back. Even though we have Lavisca Chennault. but Etienne is faster, and he's got more elusiveness. Whereas Chenault's more of like a, you know, seeks out contact, you know, kind of guy. So I understand he wants a Percy Harvin type right there at Travis Etienne. Got him at at 25. And I think they were in on uh, Tyson Campbell the whole time. I think they were taking him at 33 no matter what. Uh, From everything I've read, they were sold on that guy, which blows my mind. But, you know, he's got the measurables. He's got the speed. Urban Meyer cares about speed over anything. Speed kills. He's always talking about speed. Travis Etienne's got that. Travis Etienne, also all-time leading rusher in the ACC. Okay? Like, he's not bad. Like, Travis Etienne's good. The only people hating on the Etienne pick are the ones saying, like, it's too early for a running back. Blow me, it's too early for a running back. If you get the right running back, I don't care if you draft him in the first round, second round. I don't care if if you get the right guy and it's your guy that fits your system. And you can move him multiple places and Urban Meyer falls in love with him. I'll take him in the first round, absolutely. I, I I would have been cool if they traded up to get him. They traded up to 18 or something to get Travis Etienne. I wouldn't have given a shit because er- I trust, I'm trust. i trusting in the system. I've got no reason not to, baby. And Travis Etienne, he's going to wear number one. That's going to be baller. all right. He's going to ball out of control. And so I'm happy. Those are your first three picks. Uh, those are my thoughts on it. Ty- Tyson Campbell, I know literally almost nothing about, so I'm just trusting uh, and we need our secondary needed to be rebuilt and we're, we're almost there. You know, we're almost there. All we gotta do is, you know.
1: I, I out would how have, to
0: get uh, I would have been very pissed if we would have traded up for Travis Etienne at eight. I'll go ahead and get that out the way right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been very upset. Go get your guy. Very upset. Well his guy, guy, his guy was Tony. Kadarius Tony was his guy. He wanted Kadarius Tony and yeah. uh he didn't get it. Um so that's Travis Etienne was, Etienne's better. Hot take. Well, hot I tell take, you what, Etienne's the, the gonna have about, a better. Career I think than Kadarius they both Tony. have their own. Um, they're not the same player by any means of the imagination. If anyone out there thinks of the same guy, you're absolutely wrong. They both have strengths and weaknesses in different areas. No, Tra- Travis Etienne Etienne's is not better. just a running back. Okay, He's he's a guy that you can throw out in space. You can line him up on in in the slot. You can line him up on the far outside if you want Alvin to. He, he's, he's Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara, baby. That's, That's who he is. That's the exact comparison. You're absolutely right. You can set him in the backfield, yeah. throw him in motion. He is he could do everything you know he could do it all James Robinson is your muscle okay that's your guy that's your pound and ground pound dude that's the guy that's going to run between the tackles pro style running back the, the man yeah. the man is not afraid of contact James Robinson showed that last year he's a workhorse he has no problem going in between the tackles and getting dirty And I, and that's one thing I loved about him I said that all year last year about that cat and he's going to keep doing that the problem with that play style it doesn't bode well for longevity, okay? And that's why you go in, you get a second guy to help help ease off the loads. I mean listen, Carlos Hyde, he did okay in Seattle last year, sure. That's fine. That's great and dandy, but he's still Carlos Hyde, okay? Don't don't think he this guy's gonna come in and start handling Jekyll. carries like, like he's young again, okay? So Carlos Jekyll. Travis Etienne, perfect guy to come in, perfect guy to, to he's gonna Everything was Trevor Lawrence was good at in college. If there was anything you could you could hang a hat on RPOs that man ran RPOs like he like he brushes teeth in the morning that shit worked every fucking time RPOs RPOs that's all he did with Travis Etienne and that's all they're gonna do with them uh, in Jacksonville so um, he he does a multiple uh, things on the field for you he's a great asset on offense I don't mind the pick at 25 I mean, you got Najee Harris go right before him, and that's the that's your second best running back in the draft, so you got him, right? And you can argue all day long about Najee versus him and, and him and Tony and all that, but ABC, they're all number ones. You got Travis Etienne. The guy's going to compete. He's going to be a monster in the backfield for you. Nothing to be mad about that pick at all. I mean, you got him late in the first. The whole idea of, hey, don't draft running backs in the first, I get it. Obviously, obviously, I get it, Leonard Fournette. You drafted him super early uh, in, in seventeen, and and that's what happens. Okay, it happens. Uh, but this guy was a good pick. I think it was a, it boded well. It's going to bode well for Trevor. It's another familiar face in the backfield. Uh, you're making your quarterback happy, and you're building. you're picking up an asset. So I like the pick. I do. The reason um, the go ahead. The reason the
2: Leonard Fournette pick hurt so bad is because Patrick Mahomes went what fifteen. And or he went
0: like twelve or something
2: like that. We got Patrick Mahomes. Well that's that's why one. you don't
0: well that's why you don't take running backs in general. Well, we, They're a dime a dozen. We, you know, that's that's what you say. That's what you say. I mean Leonard Fernet is a dime a dozen We, we back. got Pat Mahomes he's, he's shown one that, overall. You know? We got Pat Mahomes one overall.
2: And guess what? Do you know what our money turned into after we got fucking Pat Mahomes one overall? House money. We we're playing on house money, baby. Go out there. Just throw some fun coupons, baby. We got picks and picks and picks. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor fun Lawrence. You said Patrick Mahomes twice. Boom. I know. I know. I'm saying we got Pat Mahomes at number one. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that in that draft. Are oh, right? you
0: comparing him to Pat Mahomes. Yeah, that's what I'm oh, saying. So, okay, like, okay, okay. the
2: reason the Leonard Fournette pick hurt so bad is because Pat Mahomes went later. But right. we got sure. this year's version of Pat Mahomes number one. All right? And so, we're you. on Following House. i there. Mike, you're smelling what I'm stepping in, okay? Because what I'm stepping in is the ring, baby. That's what I'm stepping in. I'm stepping in the ring, and I'm ready to go to war with Urban Meyer and this draft class, okay? Uh, I'm excited about it. Travis Etienne is going to ball out of control. He's going to be great. Uh, we now you need two backs in the NFL. James Robinson can't carry a team by himself. You can't have one back anymore. Look at Alvin Kamara can't do it. He needs another guy. They, they lose Mark Ingram. They bring in Latavius Murray, and Latavius Murray is able to spell Alvin Kamara. And Alvin Kamara is arguably the best running back in the league and has a very similar skill set to Travis Etienne. And I'm extremely excited that we have both those types of guys, and we've got Carlos Hyde to hand them both Gatorade. So I'm just <laughs> I'm happy that we have all three guys. All right and. I'm, I'm just stoked about it. We got playmakers everywhere. You mean we're going to have a huddle? We, uh, we're, like, we're going to have Trevor Lawrence and Shotgun. We're going to have James Robinson to his left. We're going to have Travis Etienne to his right, and they can motion him out to wide receiver. And then we're going to have uh, DJ Chark, LaVisca Chenault, Marvin Jones, and, and Colin Johnson. Get the f out of here, man. This, is gonna, this offense is going to be flying. Dude, the spread is going to look great. The spread is going to look so good, it's going to make you want to spread your fucking legs. You're going sp- to watch Jaguar football, and you're just going to be like, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. it's, it's going to be amazing, okay? And Travis Etienne's is going to be a big part of it, and I don't care if he got drafted at 25, at 24, 23, 15, 12, whatever. Who gives a shit? Five years when Travis Etienne is in a Pro Bowl, or even before that, you're not even going to remember where he got drafted, all right? Just the same way people aren't going to remember that James Robinson went undrafted. Okay, so don't worry about the position and and, and where it was picked. Let's just hope the players are good. Okay, and Travis Etienne, really good shot at being good because he was the best running back in ACC history. So it's a really good shot that he's a good football player. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with you. Like I said, I like the player. I don't mind the pick. Uh, a lot of people. I mean, I it kind of they threw me for a loophole because I thought Mo Rig was going to get picked up there. So when they announced the name. Yeah try because you know you got Trayvon Mor- Morig and then you got Travis at uh, the end. Uh, the Goodell kind of threw me for a loop there because I was like half excited and yeah. then went back down. I was like, wait a minute, hold on a second, because I wasn't expecting the at the end pick. But again, a, you take the pick when you got it. It it. Again, good good player. He's going to be an immediate asset on offense. That's what you want in the draft. You want guys that can step into the field and play immediately and and give you that impact. He's going to be a guy that's going to give you an impact. So 1-2, you've already got two impact guys. Now, we turn our head to the second round, okay, in Tyson Campbell, and that's where this one's a head-scratcher for me. I don't understand this pick. Uh, I'm assuming the guy's going to be playing in the nickel, uh, in a presser with Urban Meyer post draft. It seems like that's the role he's going to play. Everything I've seen on Tyson Campbell, he's a speedster. He can keep up with the best of them. Um, Big body. He's, he's very athletic. He can he can keep up with you all the way down the field. The problem is after the ten yard mark, you can he can cover just about any mid range uh route tree okay mid to short range route tree he's got it all right you got your hitches you got your slants your digs your outs all of them he's got it but once you start looking at those posts and those goes and those fades my man is a deer in headlights after 10 yards 10 yards lights are out no one's home okay the guy's keeping up with you he can't find the ball in space he gets caught on if you're throwing it up and you're getting it over his shoulder and into your receiver's hands that's a good that's game that's done you got it ggs no problem so, that's my only concern with him. Now, if he is playing in the nickel role, maybe he stays more in the box. He stays in that, that element. He's he's a little bit thicker. He could probably play that role. We're still looking for, for some space there. You already have Sidney Jones. You're bringing back Trey Herndon. Both those guys are supposed to play in that role a little bit. So, maybe he adds some competition. I don't see him playing on either role. I mean, you don't just pick up Griffin just to bring in Campbell. And I think Henderson's a lot more talented at, at the cornerback position than he is. So, I, a bit early for a guy that I don't see doing much. I mean, Mo Rig is still on the board at this point, which I'm a little upset about. You could have addressed that safety position right there. I thought for sure that's where they go. Didn't happen. And, uh, you know, hey, Tyson Campbell, at this point, like Sean said, we're going to say this a lot in the early goings before the season starts. It's Urban Meyer's train. You're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. You're going to let him play his style, let, let him play his coaching technique, and we're going to watch, okay? And it's his, it's his role to lose, so let's, let's just give it, give it a shot, see what happens. I don't think anything comes out of it, but again, hits, misses, we'll see in five years. Um, so we go down. You take Walker Little next up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can, uh, I, pause you?
2: Can I pause you real quick? Can I pause you for Walker Little just real quick? Oh, yeah, go ahead, right. go ahead. I like the Tyson Campbell pick because I like the message that it sends to one C.J. Henderson. Okay? Urban Meyer did not draft you. Okay? Urban Meyer did not draft C.J. Henderson. And if he were the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars last year, he would not have drafted C.J. Henderson because C.J. Henderson is not a plus-two mentality guy. C.J. Henderson is not an Urban Meyer guy. C.J. Henderson is, I'm the most talented guy in the world, and I can just rely on that, and that's all that matters. The one time that C.J. Henderson got his full ass off the bus last year, the Jacksonville Jaguars won a football game. And that is not, by any means, a coincidence. C.J. Henderson has an effort issue down to his core. He can blame injuries all he wants. I don't care. Like in those tiny tic-tac injuries, I don't care. There was a different player. At 15 games out of the year last year, he was a different player. That first game when he had something to prove and he showed up and he balled out of control, we won that game. And we need that C.J. Henderson. And I think that's the message that Urban Meyer is sending by drafting Tyson Campbell saying that nothing is given to you. you got to earn it. I'm going to need to see that effort out of you 100%. Because if he doesn't, C.J. Henderson is not long for this football team. I'm telling you right now. If, if Urban Meyer does not get of 100% out of C.J. Henderson in the first ga- eight games of the season, he's gone to the deadline. You can book
0: that. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's if, if the same guy. That's an, that's an it, unfair unfair assessment. I mean, listen, the cornerback position in this league is the second hardest position behind tackle. All right, you no, know, without a doubt, learning that speed and and adjusting to to the, the players uh, on the other side of you in the in the NFL is it's one of the hardest positions in the world. And you, you tacked that on with the injuries that he had, the bugs that he had last year. Our whole secondary went through injuries oh, last year. It, you, you can't you can't go through. I, I just can't give it to you I, I can't give you that take all right fine I, I, Agreed, I, agree, I agree I agree Tyson Tyson's been picked up for a reason whether that's a competition aspect or whether it's to push these guys in the locker room and, and give them you know get get them focused in so be it but I, I'm telling you talent versus talent Tyson Campbell is probably half the cornerback that that CJ Henderson can be and and that's that's okay I'm just leaving that out there. So, if
2: if I don't see more effort, if I don't see more effort out of CJ next year, if I don't see a, a guy out there And and then the you got to keep in mind, man, man it's tough. You. It's I tough got, to
0: play. It's tough to play defense when when Mike Glennon's throwing picks, you know, back to back in in the game, you know. It's tough to get oh, back on the field. Give a fuck it's tough about to get back on the field Glennon and say, "Okay, picks. don't worry, coach. I'll get this one back for you. I know we're down 14, but hey, I'll get this one back for you." It's it's tough. It's tough to do that, All right, okay? yeah. So. All right.
2: Yeah. Uh that. I want to surround myself with guys that only play whenever the scoreboard is in their
0: favor. Yeah, it's great. Fuck out of here. Well,
2: no. If C J. Henderson doesn't get more, if I don't get more. Hey, out and of you him also year, got. Tra- listen, Tyson you got Campbell Trevor. You got Trevor
0: Lawrence because of that mentality. Okay. So you be careful with what with the darts you're throwing around here in your glass house. Okay. Uh, all the all the lackadaisical hey, effort on defense. You got you Trevor Lawrence this year. So you you be careful how you toss those rocks now, around.
2: You're right. You're right. But now now that I got him. But okay. Now, but now, that now we can secure, now we can we can okay. gear back, up. We'll gear back ter- up. now. Okay, I just I got I got two I got two words for C.J. Henderson. If I don't get more effort out of him next year, you know what they are? Go ahead. Free him. Free him. <laughs> <Free free 'em. laughs>
0: Let's go. All right. So you come right. back uh, in the second round. You got uh, two picks in the second round. You got Tyson already. You go take Walker Little. The guy, my guy, I I was pretty pumped about the pick. The guy's a monstrosity. Obviously, he's not so little. Walker not so little. Walker may Grande Grande Mm. little. Um, (laughs) Mui six seven left tackle. Again, the only knock we had on him, uh, and uh, as as you can see now, uh, he hasn't had a lot of play history recently. He was out because of an injury. He opted out last year. I mean again it would last year is is a, a dud you can't look at a lot of shit from last year not everyone was playing it's not the same mentality fine so be it but again when the guy was playing he was a monster this guy was draft I mean he was projected to be top six in the draft that year okay that's that's how that's the kind of prowess this guy brings to the left tackle position and, and hey listen Left tackle's got an ugly head on it right now, okay? Cam Robinson's sitting on that franchise tag. That clock's ticking, all right? The effort's not there with Cam Robinson. You want to talk about effort, here's the guy that's been sitting on his ass for the last three years, okay? It's time to put up or shut up with this franchise tag. You show me what you can do at this level. Uh, In the NFL, you either pay buku money for proper offensive linemen or you draft them, okay? So uh, if if Walker Little's going to be the guy, I guarantee it won't take Maybe, but six weeks. I think six weeks rolls around. Cam either gets hurt or Cam just doesn't doesn't show it, yeah. and the guy's going to be in there taking snaps, taking reps, taking uh, taking breathers for Cam. Uh, I th- I'm excited about this pick. I really am. I really, really am. Everything I saw on tape for him, the guy is a unit, an absolute unit. Whoa. I think he comes in, he plays left tackle, and I think he's. I think he does it, man. He's got the feet. He's got the hands. His punch is amazing. Okay, I mean, I, I can't. Can't wait to see it. If, anyone, if there's anyone I'm excited about, instead of the obvious uh, Trevor Lawrence and Etienne, it's Walker Little out of this draft. And I'm pumped, pumped, pumped. And I I really can't wait for him to get some snaps in there.
2: Completely agree with you, man. I'm, I'm just uh, going to piggyback off your point. Dude. Yeah, he was an absolute wall at age 19. Like, he was an absolute wall. And he just didn't let anybody buy. Got got injured. All right. Missed the whole season. And then opt- the only reason he opted out for COVID is because the Pac-12 canceled their
0: football season. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they, I mean, they canceled it. What are you going to do?
2: They canceled the season, and he signed with an agent, and he started preparing for the draft, and then they came back and said, ah, we're going to play. And Walker Little was like, I'm already doing this. Other, I got another thing going on now. So that's it. And it actually it worked out for him. He got drafted in the second round. You know what I mean? So, like, that. that's oh, – oh, I think it was a good business decision on his end. And I think the Jaguars – there's two schools of thought. Either one, you're saying the Jacksonville Jaguars are taking a huge risk on a small sample size. Or you're saying the Jacksonville Jaguars just got a blue chip prospect mm-hmm. at a huge discount? Mm-hmm. It's one or the other. Which way are you thinking? It's more of a risk? Or are you thinking it's more of a discount? Because I'm thinking it's more of a discount. This guy checks all the boxes for me. He loves football. He's got all the measurables. He's an absolute wall. I think Walker Little might be grow grow to be a All Pro left tackle in this league. And if you can kick Cam inside to left guard and then or right guard, get get AJ Can fuck out of there. Then I think everybody wins. So I love that pick. Yeah, absolutely, you called it before the draft. It was great. Um, my 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 favorite pick of the draft is one Andre Cisco, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. safety from Syracuse. My guy, he's the definition of a ball hawk, and it's the same mentality. Ball hawk, yeah, ball hawk. It's same. It's the same mentality that you take two schools of thought. One. Are you, do you think that the Jacksonville Jaguars are taking a risk on a guy with a small sample size? Or two, do you think they got a blue chip prospect at a huge discount? And I think it's the second one. And if there's any year to take those risks, it's the COVID year, man. Let's, we're, we're taking these risks. We're seeing if we can get the diamond in the rough. Say one, only one of those guys pans out. One out of two. Great. Awesome. Yeah, it's perfect. Yep. All right? Absolutely. That's it. Absolutely. And Andre Sisco, he' the absolute baller, dude. The guy knows, has a nose for the football. All right? he That's exactly what you want in free safety. We've got the box safety in Rayshon Jenkins. And now... Pump Cisco in there, dude. Okay, let's get the thong song going. All right, hey, I'm talking to you guys. I'm talking to anybody above the age of 27. You know the thong song. Let's go. All right, Cisco baby, that thong, da thong, thong, thong. I've, i let's start playing it every time that guy makes a play. There you go. All right, I'm feeling it. Okay, love that pick, and I think uh, that completes our secondary. If he, if he, if he plays well and develops, our secondary is now complete, and we are we
0: uh, won. We won football.
2: <laughs> so that's why I love I mean, that pick. Thir-
0: Thirteen interceptions in twenty-four games. Like, think about that. All right, that's that's you're you're averaging one pick every other game. I mean, ball hawk extraordinaire. All right, you get a, you got a guy with with the with the nose for the football, as Sean said. You're going to compliment Jenkins, who's going to be your box guy all day. Um, and, and I think that's an immediate impact. I think Jared Wilson. Jared Wilson got lost in space a lot last year. Um, and, and you know, I I think uh, I think that was. Kind of the writing on the wall for that kid. You either, safety, you either got it or you don't. It's not something you can teach with safety, okay? You're either a good safety or you're a bad safety. It's not something you can learn. It's not that you can study plays all day. But if your awareness isn't there, if you can't keep your head on a swivel and you can't pick up the big route, it's not for you. It's not for you, and you and you won't last long. And I think that's that's kind of where Jared Wilson was. Also, Jared Wilson couldn't tackle worth a fucking damn last year either. I mean, the, the guys. is when he gets down in the box and he has to come up and wrap up the guy can't tackle I don't know what was wrong with it you think being from Alabama you'd have a little grit to him and a little you know the willingness to wrap up and bring a, bring a guy down didn't have it doesn't have it I think Andre Cisco brings in that mentality big guy big change impact guy on defense he's gonna check the top for you and I think that's a, it's a great pick as you said I think you're I think you're stealing at this point these these two picks you're stealing both have injury issues um coming out you know going into the draft but again i think it's minuscule at best and and you're taking a shot in the dark and if one like you said one pans out you're gold you hit gold so Mm -hmm. i like the pick a lot i think
2: uh we have the same least favorite pick and that's uh luke farrell uh, I think that's the that's your next Tyler yeah. Davis at well, the well, one position two, that we definitely need. You got you got two picks left
0: before we get to Luke. Fred. Oh, do you want to
2: do all the picks? Ah, I'm just gonna I, we touched on the big ones. Just
0: we'll just cut through real quick. We'll cut through well, these. Two yeah, real quick. I mean, yeah, they, they there's not much on them. I mean, we'll cut right, through. Traded up for
2: Jordan Smith.
0: I mean, well, no, you got you got J. Tufelli. Oh yeah, Jay Tufelli. Yeah, so J. Tufelli right, so, to you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> J2 to you. <laughs> J2 Fally out of USC. Uh, he's going to go ahead and and you know this this is a guy that could play in that in that D tackle role for you nose, tack- um, nose tackle nose tackle, tackle sure. role yeah nose tackle role. Um, I think also another steal. It's it's a guy that I, they were projected for him to um, actually go pretty early in the draft, uh, and I'm not sure why he sled so much. It's probably one of the few guys I've seen the least amount of tape on so far. But quick hands, quick feet. Um, and, and he seems to uh, be able to move a lot for a big guy. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what comes out of him. and That's, that's what I got for him. I'm kind
2: of, I'm kind of biased because I'm a big Davon Hamilton guy. So I just I think Davon Hamilton's a better player. So that, that's, that's the only reason I'm not so hyped on Jay Tufele because I saw enough out of Davon Hamilton when he was healthy last year to tell me that that is an NFL-quality nose tackle right there. And so I'm, I'm dude, I'm pumped for some hambo next year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a three, four that's made definitely, for him. Definitely go can't for wait for him, that. dude. Absolutely. built oh, yeah. for him. So oh, that's yeah. why that's what kills that pick for me a little bit. That's that's the only because Jay DeFele looks like he could be a great player. And I hope he is. I just I have a guy that I really like that plays the same position. So I'm super biased
0: Uh, now. now you trade up for for Jordan Smith. This move didn't really make sense to me. Didn't I, I didn't understand this at all. Um. You know, it's it's late in the draft at this point. You're you're still got that tight end position glaring at you. I think at this point, I think I think Brevin Jordan's probably still on the board. I'm not sure when he got picked up. No. Um but, I mean, Brevin Jordan fell a lot. And at this point, I'm sitting here thinking, I didn't want Brevin Jordan. And, again, yeah. listen, I'm a Miami guy all day long. No hands. Okay? Ants. And I didn't want Brevin Jordan. I know who he is. All right? I've seen him play. and The guy's got no hands. He's got blocks for hands. But at this point, I'm looking around, and I'm like, okay, it's it's the fifth round. Okay? If you burn a pick on a guy in the fifth round and he doesn't work out, oh, well. Right? You cash to the game. No big deal. Um, so take take a flyer on the kid. You know, go ahead and just go take a flyer. Uh, they trade up. They get Jordan Smith instead. And, um, you know, again, I, nothing. I, I don't really all, see anything. All I got on um, Jordan
2: Smith is uh, he was a five-star recruit uh, out of high school. Uh, so he obviously has the physical intangibles of a person that knows how to play football. And he went to the University of Florida. And he was a starter for them. And he was good. Uh, he got caught up in the credit card scheme. Uh, where they're buying books with credit cards and then selling the books or selling the credit card. They did a bunch of weird shit, and he got caught up in that and had to transfer to UAB, the Dragons, coolest helmet in all college football, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, and ended up balling out for them. He's got all the intense, he I mean, he he has a lot of work. This, these these you take guys high upside late in the draft, high upside. You know, he's Jordan Smith's not gonna play any meaningful snaps for the Jacksonville Jaguars for like one or two years, if that. Uh, and they're just gonna develop the shit out of him and hope that they can get him into a good rotational piece. That's all you want. He's not gonna play at all year one. Uh too many people at that position. We got we've got like we yeah, we've got jihad ward, we've got, you know, Joe Dewan Smoot, we've got uh, you know, Josh Allen, Clevan Chase. We've got so many guys coming off the edge and, and lining up defensive end, there's no way he's gonna find a spot. I mean we've got the great Taven Bryant. He's not gonna take Taven Bryant's spot. I mean, come on. So there's there's just too many too many bodies to feed there.
0: So the Jordan Smith pick, you know,
2: whatever. Not my least favorite though. My least favorite still. I gotta say, Luke Farrell. Luke Farrell
0: well, can I mean, kiss also, my balls. Yeah, for those that that are not aware, Taven Bryan's fifth year hasn't been picked. Has up, not been picked. And up. He'll be he'll be walking. Well, but ass. he's gonna play this year, baby. He's gonna play so, uh, the Wyoming Wildman. He's gonna play this year. Yeah, absolutely. Wyoming Wildman absolutely. is walking through that But door. I mean, I feel there's I feel like there's a uh, you know when you're in a contract year, you don't get a lot of minutes to begin with, and then. Uh, Uh, You know the the snaps you're going to get in are are probably going to be garbage time snaps. I don't think Tatum's going to be able to build a lot of tape uh, to, to to sell to other teams. To find him a landing spot, so uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, have, I, I don't see the Jacksonville
2: uh, Jaguars have proven that p- not picking up the option doesn't mean anything because they didn't pick up Blake's option and they
0: gave him a huge ass contract. Yeah, so. that's true. So, that's true. Know, but they they had different regime, different uh, regime, different day, different time. Yeah. 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 We, can, we just, can, we um, can we just? Can we please
2: shit on Luke Farrell? Can we shit on Luke Farrell for like two minutes? That's what I want to do. Hey, right?
0: you know your wish is my command because of course <laughs> here we go and I apologize it was still in the fourth round um, when we took Jordan Smith. We are now in the fifth round uh, and, and we are now on Luke Farrell. Wow. so yes. Luke Farrell.
2: all right uh, do, I, I want uh, Devin, do you know who Tyler Davis is? who? Yeah, Tyler Davis. Yeah, tight end. Took him in the sixth round last year. Yeah, played as many snaps as I did. All right, Luke Farrell's the same guy. All right, and and what kills me is that, first off, it reeks of nepotism. All right, he lived right around the corner from Urban Meyer. All right, Urban Meyer got him to go to Ohio State. Yeah, Perry, Ohio, whatever. You know what I mean? He just drafted him so that his parents could always say, you know, woo son was drafted. They had there. Sunday dinner every fucking week. Yeah, yeah. Just a complete nepotism pick, whatever. I let I, Urban, you earned it, man. You earned it. Whatever. Own it. Own it. You know what I mean? Ha <laughs> ha, pun. Um, ha <laughs> own it. But Luke Farrell is a bum, alright, and he's like, literally the best thing he does is block. And we just signed the best blocking tight end in the NFL. Yeah. Like, so why... Why do we need that guy again? I don't understand. We need a pass catching title. Right. So that one, you know, that one, that that pick can kiss my balls, and I wish we would have traded it away for anything else. But you know, cool, Luke Farrell. Hope I hope he plays well. I, I hope he proves me wrong. I hope him and
0: Tyler Davis are world beaters. And uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars have a tight end. Yeah. So this this is this is the part. This, this is kind of I got my wires crossed in picks. This was the pick that we're sitting in the fifth round. Brevin Jordan still on the board, which I mean it's still acceptable for my last pick because he was still on the board at that point. Brevin Jordan fell and slid a lot. All right. When you consider the kind of tight ends that were available, not many. Okay, not many. Um, as we said in the prior podcast, there were two. In this draft that were worth a shit. And uh, obviously, as you can see, I think Pat Fryermith goes to Pittsburgh. And, uh, you know, we, we j- fumble that. Listen, the the are going to have to stop eventually, okay? You fumble the tight end position in the in the free agency, fine. You fumble the tight end position in, in the draft. Uh, now it's crunch time, okay? Now you start looking at uh, free agents that are floating out there. You start looking at guys that might be cut on the June designation, okay? Um you, you got to find somebody, okay? At this point, you just got to find somebody. Because right now, all you've got is uh, is O'Shaughnessy. That's all you got. You got no other pass-catching tight end on this team. You got O'Shaughnessy, which, again, serviceable, sure. Uh, you know, if that's what you want to roll with, roll with it, okay? Okay. But uh, you need to figure out an answer here. And again, Brevin Jordan's still on the board. You go after Luke Farrell. Me, personally, at this point, I'm looking at the board, and I could care less if we took a tight end for the rest of the draft because all that was left was shit, okay? I wasn't excited about anything that was left on the board. Um, But we go with Luke Farrell, as you said. Urban and, and and his parents Sunday dinner every fucking Sunday. They go to the Golden Corral and they get their, you know, all you can eat Sundays. So um, that's that's Luke Farrell So Golden Crow's got some really good banana pudding, though. I, <laughs> banana pudding. I am uh, I'm equating biased. Luke Farrell To Tyler Davis, to Josh Oliver To the rest of the bums we've drafted at tight end He'll be another guy that comes in And whether it's production or injury One of the two will capture his fate And he will then uh, Proceed to fall off the face of the earth Like the rest of the guys So not excited about the pick Fuck Luke Farrell uh, I hope he. I hope eventually we say farewell to Luke Farrell, uh-huh. and uh, that is that is that is it for Luke. I am I am done with him. Um, so be it. You you're starting off the gate, and you're getting shit on, and you, and every opportunity I get to shit on you for the rest of the year, Luke, I'm taking it. So I oh, hope you oh, understand oh, that. Oh, shit. It's it's strictly it's strictly business.
2: I gotta know your Jaguar. Hold on, I gotta know your Jaguar real quick. All right, on uh, Walker Little. We were talking about Walker Little earlier. He, yep. looks, just like he <laughs> looks just like Wreck-It Ralph. He looks just like Wreck-It Ralph, the video game character, bro. That is, he. Walker Little will forever be Wreck-It Ralph to me. Devin, pull up a picture of Walker Little in his stupid little, with his stupid little hairdo, and then put put it right next to Wreck-It, <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph, dude. He looks just like him. Everybody, that is Wreck-It Ralph. Did okay? Wreck-It He's going to wreck it.
0: Have a mustache or a beard? No? You didn't have that? No.
2: No, no, no. Okay. no. They both look yeah. just stupid. Oh, that's that's both, a fair uh, comparison. Yeah. Uh, I, I can you that. Absolutely. That is wrecking wreck right there. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna wreck it. All right, so let's end the draft on a positive note. We got Trevor Lawrence. So anything else?
0: Who gives a shit? We got Trevor Lawrence. All right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't be a complete draft if you don't take a receiver from Georgia Tech out of oh, Jalen yes, Camp. It absolutely. wouldn't be a complete draft. I mean, yeah, it wouldn't be. Would not be. Jalen, Jalen middle name might not make it
2: through. <laughs> I'll, I'll <let> Camp. You. <laughs> There you go. Figure that one out. That's well done. Thank you. That's well done. Thank you. I'm good with that. Okay. Uh, So, but real quick, before we go, before we go, let's spend the last five minutes talking a little, uh, talking a little Tebow, dude. All right. So we, the Jacksonville Jaguars brought in the, the, the prodigal son, dude, Tim Tebow. It's looking like we're going to sign him. And uh, I, I just want to, I just want to say I'm absolutely all for it. Obviously I'm a big Gator fan. And I love that idea of it, but also from an X's and O's standpoint, uh, when you look at the New Orleans Saints and the way that they utilize Taysom Hill, all right, the Jacksonville Jaguars could do the same exact thing with Tim Tebow. Obviously, not to the same extent as Taysom Hill, probably three less snaps a game, but in he Tim Tebow would be worth his weight in gold. And first off, motivation in the weight room. Alright, he would lead by example. He'll be the first guy in, the last guy out. He'll be getting demanding the best out of everybody. All right. And on the field, goal line. Put him in there goal line. If you're one to two yards out from the goal line, take Trevor Lawrence's beautiful jawline and hair and body and you everything. All right. And take him out. Put him on the put him on the bench next to Tanner Lee and let Tim Tebow smash his big 255 pound body into that fucking end zone. Because if there's one thing Tim Tebow can do, it's not throw, but he can run that ball down people's throats. And Tim Tebow, you're not stopping him one yard out. Urban Meyer won a national championship in 2006 using Tebow as a glorified fullback. All right, and that's exactly what he's going to do this go round. Thirty-three-year-old Tebow, you pump that Jesus-loving ass into that fucking end zone, boy. And let's go get some Chick Fil A, <laughs> the next day. The next day, <laughs> Monday.
0: Uh, listen, here's here's the thing about Tebow. I'm glad that he it took him you know seven years to come to the realization that uh, he's not a quarterback and that if you know honestly if he would have sucked that pride in a little bit and and realized wow I could make probably make a living as a as a fullback, tight end, flex. Um, and probably be ahead of the curve because that's where tight ends go back all right that that's that's where the tight end position is going right now okay you're, you're looking for these guys that are either dual threat in in a fullback or, or a tight end blocking scheme or or a, a guy that could flex out as a receiver tight end uh, Kyle Pitts all right that's where the tight end there's no more true tight end anymore okay that, that that's it's starting to become a hybrid position okay so uh, Tebow's realizing that he he has the build, okay? He has – trust me, the guy looks great. I mean, you wouldn't have thought that the guy has stopped, you know, playing football looking at him. But I know, okay, that he's been playing baseball for, for so odd years, and uh, he he's 33 years old, okay? And the position that he's going to be playing in, all right, they're, they're not going to – uh, buttercup him, okay. He's, you don't get a you don't get an offensive line to block for you, okay. You're gonna get smacked every single play. Now, whether you want to use him, all right, for your gadget plays or you want to use him for your uh, goal line stands or you know what have you, fine, so be it. Uh, to taking up a position for the fifty three, the fifty three is a very cut and dry, okay. There's very little room on that fifty three to put in these. These one, two, three play guys, okay? The only problem I have with him, if Taven Bryan was off the team this year, i.e. worthless, and you wanted to bring in another worthless player on the team, i.e. Tebow, I'd be okay with that. I have no problem. You're, You're trading worthless for worthless, and I didn't lose a space. I'm good with that. But if you want to bring him in the 53 into the fold, you, you gotta give me more than three plays a year. Okay. You gotta give me something more than that. All right, because I've got Carlos Hyde for that. If I want three plays a year. I've got Carlos Hyde. I don't I don't need Tim Tebow for three plays a year. All right. If you well, want here's a
2: name for you, I got a name for you right here. I got a guy that suited up every game last year for the Jacksonville Jaguars that I would have rather had Tim Tebow in a New York Mets uniform. Okay. Go ahead. Chris Claybrooks. Okay, (laughs) Would you rather have Chris Claybrooks or Tim Tebow? Well, Chris Claybrooks is probably going to come back. Uh, You're not going to cut Chris Chris Claybrooks after one year. He can get burned on every play (laughs) just just as much as Chris Claybrooks can. Uh, Tim Tebow, you line him out. Say, hey, go cover that guy. He can do exactly what Chris Claybrooks did. (laughs) <laughs> and that is get absolutely fucking burned on every play and you're telling me, so one guy's either going to suck, nobody owns a Chris Claybrook's jersey, you told me one person <laughs> that bought you, right, a Chris listen, Claybrook's jersey I, I was finishing and that, I'll introduce I, I was you to his I was about to get into the
0: positives all right, if you would have given me a chance okay, I was getting, I, I, right, I lead I'm with sorry. the negatives I was going to finish off with positives the positive aspect of bringing Tebow in obviously, okay, is, is the circus he brings with him, okay even being out of the league for so long, he's coming back home to Jacksonville, where the Florida-Georgia game is played every fucking year, okay? So, uh, there are fans, you know, uh, rabid fans that would flock to the games just to see him sit on the bench. He wouldn't even have to play. You could literally get him to hold a clipboard in Jacksonville, and people would flock to the games religiously, And the Seminole okay? fans will show uh, up to and, shit and, on him. The Seminole fans will show up to shit on him, so you're Exactly. 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 Uh. It's, it's, everyone's happy, you know? <laughs> and then you got... Uh, You got the jersey sales, which are always good. But again, the fans don't see any of that, okay? You could sell the fucking jerseys you want. Trevor Lawrence breaking the record uh, in in the first night with with the Fanatics. That was pretty cool to see. Um, But again, for the fans, it does nothing for you. For the product of the field, it does nothing for you. So for me, I, I don't think Tebow brings enough... To the table for me to put him in a position on the team. I just don't. You're right. There's already guys on here, Clay Brooks, Taven, that are just taking up space. That may not be an asset on this team. Fine, get rid of them. Until you they don't. Until you don't get rid of them. I mean, you're just taking up space. You're just adding on to the pile of guys that are probably not going to be impact players to this team. And I I get it. And know people are, are are rabid about it. And they say, hey, fuck it, right? Just throw it at the wind. Well, listen, man. Anything that he can do, the 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 reason you bring him in. Is to be a pass catching tight end, right? Can we both agree with that? No. If you bring him no. in, you are no, okay. That's then, just that's one thing. then that's a problem. Then that's just one a problem. You're adding a position to a team. He's positionless. Then, okay, He's a factor the, perfect. back. You just factor proved back. my point. Factor you back. You proved my point. You proved yeah. my point. Still better than Claybrook. Another guy that's probably not going to have a home on this team that will not be an impact oh, on the team. God. Oh god, you have I'm tight lose ends staring sleep. at you in the face. Oh
2: fuck, I'm going to lose sleep over Chris Claybrook's not being able to get fucking burned every week. Holy shit, I'm going to miss the shit out of CC. Oh fuck, Chris Conley won't be able to drop passes. You're just on not going to cut
0: him after one year. Is all I'm saying. I'm, I'm trying to be realistic. You're not. Gonna- I cut him after one year. The intangibles, he's not going to do it. The intangibles that he no, brings to the team. No coach is going to cut a. a you drum. tell me one team that's picking up Chris Claybrooks.
2: You tell me Who, one Claybrooks? team that's picking up Chris Claybrooks. You're talking about the
0: the BC Lions and I'm the not CFL? Saying, listen, I'm not saying you can't cut him. You can cut him if you want, but he's ch- he's too cheap. You can use him on special teams. You, you can use can team him on special depth teams. He's a pump protector. I mean, He, he did he, it with the Jets.
2: Use him as a pump protector. He's a really good pump protector. <laughs> two for two on fake punts. Next next oh and you you want trevor lawrence to build some muscle huh you want trevor lawrence he's too skinny huh well guess what you got fucking muscle head jesus in the weight room
0: pumping trevor lawrence iron dude I want Trevor Lawrence to put on muscle, regardless if we pick up Tebow or not. I need Tebow's Trevor to find get 20 it done, pounds though. Tebow's between get here and it done. September, regardless. I mean, you, and
2: I, you and I, we both know Cam Fosnott. Shout out Cam Fosnott. He was Tebow's backup at Nice High School many moons ago. And and Cam Fosnott told the story about how he would force the quarterbacks, the quarterback room, every day before practice and after practice to do wall sits holding 45-pound barbells. Like, And Cam Fosnott was like, I almost quit the team like 10 times.
0: So you're saying— you're saying you're saying we should go we should go get Cam Files <laughs> outside of Bob, dude. If he's listening to this right now, he's
2: he's lit. Cam, if you're listening to this right now, he's start so working lit. out, Cam. We're going to need you Absolutely. on the field Absolutely. I tell you what. You know, it, like he's going to need to bring more than he did to the Orange Park Raiders though,
1: 2009, so we're going to have to figure that out. <laughs> Great way to end the pod right there. I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Our hosts are feeling it. The draft might not have gone exactly as we hoped towards the later rounds, but we are still hyped as hell. Don't forget, the train is not stopping. We still have UDFA. Our annual undrafted free agency draft is forthcoming, so don't worry. As the preseason ramps up, so do we. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Duval Hot Takes Podcast. I'm Taylor Smith, moderator. Sean Daly, host. Pat Smith, co-host. Devin facts and stats. You know the drill. Follow us on Twitter at Duval Hot Takes for fresh takes. Share your takes with us. Let us know what you thought of the draft. And we'll meet again for our UDFA draft next time. Until then, peace.